What's up everybody, it's your boy back again with another video for you guys. So on my last video, a lot of people were saying that, um, so you talked about healing and you talked about time and how it heals wounds and gives the opportunity to do that. But I did mention that healing in an emotional sense is an active process. And so people were asking what are the ways in which you could actively heal or kind of speed up that process. And so I'm just going to give five tips and then one little bonus tip at the end. It's more of like a disclaimer as well at the end, um, just for you guys. Again, this isn't, you know, me teaching everybody. This is just things anecdotally that I found have really helped me, especially through difficult periods of my life. And try these out, see if they help you. And yeah, if you've got any good ones, leave them in the comments as well. So number one is be yourself. And what do I mean by that? It's not just be yourself in social gatherings and stuff, because obviously that can be difficult, but during a traumatic experience or after that, or during like a difficult time in your life, um, you can want to move on, and sometimes you don't really know what actually moving on looks like, and so when you ask other people, they might tell you their definition of moving on or their time scale, and so I think it's really important to be yourself and work out, you know, what does looking, what does moving on look like for you? what kind of time scale do you want to work with and also just setting your boundaries as well like sometimes you might find socializing difficult or sometimes actually socializing might help for some people so again it's really about those individualistic things so make sure that you be yourself and that you find those aspects of moving on or healing that are individual to you and you set your own standards and your own timeline and if you need any help with that then that's fine too but just make sure that you're following your own kind of thing and it's not necessarily if you follow someone else's that's bad it's just it might not necessarily be right for you and it could make things worse or it might actually it just might not be the right thing for you and you might just need more time so that's why number one the best way to start healing an active process of healing is be yourself set your own boundaries and create your own definitions okay number two is that like i said before it's an active process so what does that mean it, it doesn't mean necessarily that you have to be thinking about how to recover or how to feel better all the time because again that can be really exhausting but i think especially with our lives as well we tend to be working quite a lot our jobs keep us very busy there's so many distractions out there social media a new netflix series and these things can all be good especially when taking the edge off things so i wouldn't say cut everything off but i think sometimes as well when you're going through a difficult time um there's just a lot on your mind and especially if you know you're a student you've got exams or you know you're working a job and you're just trying to get through the week you're trying to get to the next paycheck and i think sometimes you can kind of just bury your things and you think you're going to come back to them later and you don't actually get time to do that in the hustle and bustle of the day or the week or the month and so i think sometimes it is just about creating that time even if it's a five minute window and just think like what am i feeling what have i maybe been avoiding what have i just been not really paying attention to and even if you can't solve those things right there and then you know sometimes when you are going through a difficult time like five minutes isn't enough to just you know solve everything like that but again just making that time and going through your thoughts it is actually really beneficial and especially it does improve your mental clarity which is something that you know is not to be underestimating dur during like a difficult period of your life okay so that was number two okay and number three is embrace the change. So during a difficult period of your life, a period of transition, a period of growth, or perhaps a period of difficulty, sometimes you can look back at maybe, you know, if you lost someone or you lost something, you can look back at how your life used to be 
And, you know, like I've talked about before, if you look at gratitude in a traditional way, which is, you know, being grateful for what you have and what others don't have, then you suddenly lost something and you feel like, oh, I need to get back to how I felt before then. But I think sometimes if you broaden your horizon and you think of gratitude as a way to just be thankful for the circumstances that you find yourself in, whether that's good or bad, that's actually a slightly different way of looking at it. And it actually makes things like this a bit easier because essentially what happens then is you can actually see that, yeah, your life probably won't actually go back to how it was before. And yeah, that can be really difficult to accept. But if you don't accept that, you're constantly going to be battling with yourself to achieve a standard that perhaps is definitely unattainable. It's not definitely unattainable, but it's probably unlikely after a difficult event in your life, a loss, a period of transition, that you're going to be exactly the same as you were before. And sometimes it's really difficult to accept that you can't be the same as before. And when you don't accept that and you keep trying to do that, you're going to create unnecessary stress and pressure on yourself because as well as whatever transition or difficulty you're going through, you're also putting pressure on yourself to be a certain way, which perhaps you just can't be right now or you might not be again. And so it's important to just remember that and embrace the change. And it might be difficult at first, but it's definitely something that once you do accept, it does take the edge off things and it does make things a bit easier as you move forward. Okay, so that was number three for you guys. So number four is find an expressive outlet. So this could be something like a journal. It could be something maybe it could just even be social media. But again, just be careful what you put into social media. Um, I'm not totally against it, but it, it can be, you know, uh, especially during a difficult time, you might be posting things that maybe you're not quite thinking about and it can have an effect on your social circle and potentially like future employment. Um, they do look at um, social media records and things like that. So I would avoid it, but if it does help you, maybe make like a private account or maybe just type out posts if you're venting and then don't actually post it, that can, that can help. And then you can delete that, maybe write a letter or burn it. These sound quite silly if you haven't... Um, you know, maybe if you haven't quite tried them before, but people who have tried them or have been through some difficult times may actually be able to relate and see that some of these ideas actually, although they sound a bit wacky, they are very therapeutic in how they feel once you've done them. So just try those things, find a cre uh, find an expressive outlet, and that could even just be venting to someone. Um, but again, it's just something that is important to you. Sometimes it is difficult when you keep a lot of things inside, and if it's difficult to confide in someone, then something like a journal is quite good as well. But just remember again, with all of these things as positives and negatives, someone could find the journal or something like that. But just look at your circumstances and find what's easiest for you. So number five is find a uh, find a creative outlet. So this is kind of linked to this um, the the previous point about finding an expressive outlet. They can kind of be the same. But sometimes they can be very different. So a creative outlet doesn't necessarily have to be expressive. So you could it could just be cooking. It could just be writing that's not related to your emotions. It could be painting, um, but just something that will help you relax and also just become more creative. I think as we progress through life, we tend to lose that creativity that we gate that we you know develop in our childhood um, if you look at our childhood you know we have a lot of freedom as we grow up we tend to you know our exams our lives our jobs they tend to revolve around criteria mark schemes paychecks dates schedules you know we become so focused on these kind of numbers and this kind of scheme of things that you kind of lose that creativity that perhaps you uh, oh 
my light's just gone off, so I'll just lean forward into the street light. But you perhaps lose that creativity that you had as a child, and that can be, it's not necessarily a problem, but creativity can really help you see things in a new way, and it can help you find solutions that perhaps other people don't think of, and that is really important in terms of moving forward, and especially when you're going through a difficult time in life. So definitely keep those options open and again it can be the same thing as number four so if you start writing and you write in a journal that's creative as well um, and it's also expressive but again just you know you don't have to do every single one of these things just try one or two try them all it's up to you and so yeah that's really the main thing about creative outlets is they help you see things in a new way and they can just help relax you especially um, like I said uh, a lot of us have very stressful days and just taking a few moments out just to do something completely unrelated to what you do it might not seem like the most productive thing but it can actually be really beneficial for your mental state and your emotional well-being okay so those are the five things that I think you should do to try and um, you know um, engage in an active healing process and start to feel slightly better. I did say actually there was a sixth thing that I would talk about and that is don't be afraid to seek help whether that's from someone else or a professional. Um, Again these things are just anecdotal so these things have worked for me but they might not work for you and don't be afraid of seeking professional help or confiding in someone else um, because again that's also part of a healing process as well okay so I'll leave those six things for you guys there um, if this video helped you out don't forget to like comment share subscribe with uh, anyone that you think it, it might help them uh, if you could share the video that would be great um, if you could drop a like as well that really helps for the algorithm likes and comments and it just helps it get recommended to more people um, and if you did enjoy the video and you want to share it that way that's a good thing as well and if you found this particularly helpful then maybe check out my books as well um, they're linked in the description below like I said before they're just kind of more fleshed out ways and more eloquent ways of me expressing my thoughts in a in a literature form so yeah definitely check those out if you guys are interested in that and uh, yeah take care and thanks again